This is a space to pull back the curtain on all things entrepreneur. Mindset, wealth building, and business strategy are just a few of the topics we touch on as you focus on building your extraordinary life. Hey, my name is Madison Reeves and I am passionate about helping entrepreneurs like you through real tangible step-by-step business strategy. I am a young 20-something business owner and I began my first business four years ago from the floor of my living room of my trailer home and I've grown my legacy to multiple six figures. I want you to pop in your headphones and get ready to take notes as we challenge your mindset, push you out of your comfort zone and move the needle forward in your business. This is Project Badass Podcast. Welcome back to Project Badass Podcast. This is Madison Reeves, your host and author of Project Badass, and I'm here with Jillian Spiva. She's a photographer in Rapid City. Uh, Thank you for being here today. You are so welcome, Madison. I'm excited. I am too. We've done a lot of work together over the short time of knowing each other. Um, You were doing, you did the uh, book party, and we've done a lot of creative things together, so I'm really excited to talk about to you today about your business and all of that. Yeah, I think that you were one of the first clients that I met in Rapid, and then it was so nice that you just need photo work all yeah, the time. Yeah, right, all so, the time. I didn't know that I was one of your first, actually. Yeah, it was the first time that I posted that I was looking for people and you or people to photograph clients, mm-hmm. and yep. you were the first batch of that because I've posted a couple times yep, since. I've seen that since. Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell everybody a little bit about you and your business and uh, what you stand for. All right, so hi guys. Uh, My name is Jillian Spiva, and I'm a photographer here in Rapid. I came from a very small town in Illinois and moved here because my boyfriend is going to school locally, and I think it was a really good decision. I'm really glad that I did because the Black Hills are beautiful, and they're a lot more interesting than um, how flat and corn-filled Illinois is, (laughs) so I I think that um, I'm loving life. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my business, growing my photography here. I had a session this morning, and I have three tomorrow, and so feeling feeling successful and proud of myself overall. That's awesome. And you do um, portrait, um, board, boudoir, editorial mm-hmm. stuff, but you also do like families and weddings and stuff like that too, right? Yeah. So less weddings, but it's definitely something I'm trying to get into. Okay. Um, and I have a couple booked for this year already, which Perfect. a couple weddings is a lot a of lot weddings because <laughs> yeah. weddings are crazy. Yes, they are. Um, but yeah, I, and recently boudoir cause Valentine's day, which are so fun. It's one of my favorites cause I love uh, creative portraiture, but I definitely do family family sessions and couple sessions as well. Okay, awesome. And your background is in art? Yeah, so I actually went to Mizzou, the University of Missouri-Columbia in Missouri for communications and art. And so I got my associate's degree in art and then at a community college and then went to Mizzou and majored in communication and minored in art, which was primarily uh, painting and photography. Okay. And how do you feel like that's contributed to your business um, once you got out of college? Uh, so much. <laughs> just because I, I majored in communication and so it's just the way that you talk to people, the relationships with people, and also just like overall how to be professional and how to uh, make sure that your your resume, your cover letter, your everything is telling people what they need to know. And I think that carries over a lot to building a website or using HoneyBook or whatever mm-hmm. you're using to 
be able to professionally communicate with clients. So yeah, absolutely. Well, and I the, one of the main reasons I started this podcast was to give entrepreneurs like real tactical advice. So I'm glad you brought up HoneyBook because we both use it. I know I um, was excited that yes. I saw that you were using it, and I was like, oh, familiar, and also good to be on the other end to know yeah. like what a client is receiving. Yep. And my uh, my other business, we've used it for years. Oh, um, nice. So that my team there uses it, but that's a great CRM platform for anybody who wants to use it. Yeah. And it's actually pretty affordable it's in my opinion. Pretty affordable, super so. user friendly. I am about. I'm well in an exciting turn of events. I'm about to pay more for it because it's like what you until you make ten grand as a photographer at least. I think it's like eight or ten grand somewhere around there. Until that, until you make ten grand, it's like super cheap. Really? But then once you're actually like using it a lot, which I am using it so much, I'm yeah. about to have made ten grand well, since moving exciting. here. Holy crap, yeah, that's awesome. Since yeah, six months, ten grand on top of working mostly full-time so yeah absolutely well um if anybody's looking for a crm i'll put my referral code but it's like it's probably the best one the most easy uh user-friendly and it's also really customizable i think for your brand identity Mm -hmm. which is something we're going to talk about today yeah um i mean you can have your message and your voice through there and it looks pretty and all of that yeah and you can pick your own brand colors and then it's super like i need the calendar if i did not have that calendar (laughs) i would be in trouble i put i put us coming and doing this podcast in that calendar yep. and absolutely well and I think it's really cool as well because you can do you accept payments there you can do contracts you do all your bookkeeping um you can do like lead forms through your website and there's mm-hmm. it's just so much more than keeping um you know a digital ro- uh rolodex of all of your contacts yeah and they just released this now is like a honeybook advertisement sorry guys <laughs> but um but they just released flows which is supposed to be like more yes. uh like pretty form of like sending an invoice to a client which like it's kind of like a crossover between like a little expert of excerpt of your website Mm -hmm. uh, along with um the invoice you would already be sending and so I haven't haven't sat down to figure it all out it's on my to-do list but I I haven't even looked at that part they're always releasing new things I know yeah yeah, it does sound like a honeybook advertisement but I promise it's not it's just it's just I'm a photographer and that's that's what you that's what I use absolutely um something really cool that uh they also have too is you can do oh I think it's called workflows where you basically can put all of your standard operating procedures in there Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's something you've explored no I'm not good with technology (laughs) I'm so artistic but then when it comes to the tech part and the gear part I yeah absolutely and that's we were actually the last guest that I had on before you Mm -hmm. um we talked a lot about the difference between someone who's more left brain like me who focuses on like business strategy and someone who's very creative like you yeah Um, which is why I like talking to entrepreneurs that are more creative because it's not something that like clicks in my head automatically Mm -hmm. but like I can geek out over standard operating procedures all day long (laughs) (laughs) So, um, perfect. Well, tell us a little bit about, we wanted to talk about your personal brand identity and how you found it and how it's changed over the years and really added to your bottom line as a business owner. Yeah, I think that um, the best way to make money as a photographer or to convince people to book with you is just showing them that you have a personality, you have a character, and you're completely different than somebody else that they might want to book with, why you over anybody else. And so your brand identity is um, just like a little bit of a way to show your personality through like every single stage of their interaction with you. Um, So just making sure like your business card, your website, your Instagram, that everything is aesthetic and working well. And Mm -hmm. it just like really shows 
who you are. Um, and so I've gone through so many phases of <laughs> what what colors am I? Who do I want to look like? Like what am I trying to show people? I remember um, with my photography, I used this like terrible, terrible preset that before I even knew how to make a preset. And, <laughs> and I looked so like everything was orange and teal and it was just, it was a mess. And I just really wanted to pursue that, I just thought that that was such a great idea because my feed would look cohesive and different than other people's, and it did, but not in the best way. And so, <laughs> and so now I've created my own preset, and my Instagram looks um, flawless. I think I'm really excited about how it's been going, and um, then you just you grow from your experience and learning what works and what doesn't. And I just think that. Um, your your online brand identity is really just like your best way to show people who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you do a really good job with your social media about like humanizing yourself too. Yeah. Um, I Before we even worked together for the first time, I felt like I kind of had an idea of how our experience was going to be mm-hmm. um, because I stalked your social media. And yep, stuff yep. Before we as you should, as you yeah. should. And so people yeah. will do that. Absolutely. And so a lot of times I just tell people, because I post on Facebook, um, because I think that that is more so where people go to look for a photographer, mm-hmm. but I don't have a photography Facebook. I just use Instagram because I'm 22 and that's what 22 year olds do. <laughs> and so I just, I have my at at the bottom of my messages with people sometimes because I just say like, and my Instagram is at Jillian the Artist if you want to go check out um, some of my other work because mm-hmm. um, I feel like they're going to stalk me anyways. Right. And yeah, I just, I try to seem really presentable or not presentable approachable yeah because yeah. i i am really approachable and casual and yep. we can make anything work and yeah absolutely. so i just want that to come across as well yeah absolutely well and i think uh that brings up a really good point because i see you doing a lot of like organic marketing on facebook and it seems like you always have people reaching out i mean you just did your valentine's day um post for lack of better words yeah and stuff mm-hmm. do you always have really good outcome from that yeah so there's been a couple it's weird because usually if I'm like specific I don't get a lot of people but if I'm really broad and like we can do anything like I can do any session then everyone reaches out and they're like oh can you do family oh can you do this oh can you do that but thankfully it is boudoir season and not a lot of photographers offer it I'm not sure if it's like a male versus female based thing or like not everyone has a studio that they can use um but yeah I had like 10 or 10 or 12 people reach out which is that's awesome really exciting and it's all this month and so then it's all income for this month and yeah yeah. absolutely well I think it's just like a good reminder to not underestimate the power of um, organic marketing yeah um especially now in today's age I don't know if you feel the same way but sometimes I feel like oh I gotta spend money on this and I gotta spend money on that and oh to promote um, things to get your posts to have more engagement yeah you know I need to pay to get these clients but um like I, every time I see you make those posts, it's just a good reminder of, you know, utilizing the things that we have for free out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's cool is that they can see your post 
go to your Instagram page yeah. and see, okay, she's a real person. She works with real people. Yeah, that's like, the important part. Because I do think that when you pay for advertising, it adds a sort of credibility that you're a business person with enough money to pay for advertising. Absolutely. And so if I just post on Facebook, like there is a way, like a tendency for people to think that I'm less professional, except for then I make sure to word everything mm-hmm. as best as possible and then attach my photos, which speak for themselves. And then mm-hmm. nobody really cares if you're posting on Facebook, if you're a really good photographer absolutely well and I would I, I go to Facebook for everything yeah I mean I'm on it anyways if you're yeah. on it anyways you're already on Facebook yeah. marketplace because you're trying to find a new love seat couch bookshelf <laughs> plant sand anything yeah, and then you see oh look at this oh my gosh look at her work I love her work and then oh and she does boudoir well it's Valentine's Day and you know yeah. what he would like and you know absolutely. or my girlfriend would love this and yeah. yeah absolutely I think that's really cool too we're around the same age and yeah. um I think like our generation doesn't use utilize that all of the social media tools like Facebook even LinkedIn I have to remind myself can be really effective yeah um so I think it's important to kind of be omnipresent mm-hmm. and be everywhere and cater to those different types of audiences and stuff so. yeah I know even um as a photographer not necessarily to book clients but if you post on well definitely TikTok I'm not oh, good enough about that, but TikTok and huge. huge TikTok and even Pinterest. If you're a photographer, you're more uh, likely to get people to then go from there to your Instagram yep. to go your grow your platform. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think you just have to be omnipresent and then route it back to one platform. Mm-hmm. Yep, know? exactly. You just make sure you put whatever that is in the bio of everything. Mm-hmm. And, absolutely. And feel free to follow me on yeah, whatever exactly. that may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TikTok is such a powerful platform and I'm. it's something that I really want to get better at in 2022 because um, it's kind of intimidating to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And I actually, you've grown a pretty big account for your, the, your full-time job, right? For, um, yes, um, working at Hippie Haven, um, I am not 100% responsible for that, okay. but we have a huge TikTok following, yeah. and I do post on that regularly. So I am good at making TikToks for um, my other job, and I make reels on Instagram, yep. but I know being omnipresent, being um, the crossover marketing, yep. like it's better to yeah, spread out. Especially because you can recycle content. You know, yep. I like just before you came, I made a TikTok and then I just posted it on Instagram, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And like, just, I really recommend um, taking like BTS videos just like all the oh, time yeah. and having that. That way you can yeah. use whatever video you already have yep. to go with whatever sound is trending at the time. Exactly. I actually just made one where I videoed me setting up this podcast mm-hmm. equipment. Yeah. Because um, I, I haven't told anybody that we're doing a podcast yet. And I'm like, this I, is a great way to I was going to ask you too. I was like getting ready and I was like, should I be post? Like, I'm about to be on Project <laughs> Badass Podcast. <laughs> I will now. I will when we're done. Yeah, but absolutely. yeah, I was like, is it a secret? Do people know? <laughs> Not yet, but they do now. So. They do now. And yeah, they will. Absolutely. So perfect. Well, I want to shift and talk a little bit about something that I think is really important to talk about, especially when young entrepreneurs. So you mentioned that when you were living in a back home in Illinois, that mm-hmm. you did not charge enough for your services. Nope. Um, and that I think just as an entrepreneur, I know for my first business, I didn't charge nearly enough. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, th- a phase that we all go through. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned that when you moved to Rapid City, you knew nobody, but you were able to charge your worth. So can you give a give me your opinion on setting your rates um, as an entrepreneur? How do you determine your worth and how do you sell that to people? Yeah, so I think 
what most people do is sell themselves short from the very beginning because you are afraid of getting turned down of people saying that's too much money and you Mm -hmm. just want to charge people as little as you can but like still make something and so when photography was definitely more of a side thing I think now it's like 50% of my income but when it was just like 10% like something I was trying to get into and do for fun I was charging like $50 a session, like $100 a session just to get people to come out, which is good because you do want to grow your portfolio, but that wasn't my worth. Like that was not the quality that my camera produced. That was not the quality of the editing that I did. And so um, looking uh, back now, I definitely should have been charging more, but it was hard because in small in my small town, it was very oh, well, I charge so-and-so this, so I should still charge this person this because they know them and I don't want them to tell so-and-so that I, you know, the whole thing. And so now um, here, not knowing anybody, I was just like, I think I would like to be charging this much. Mm -hmm. And now I'm charging $150 for a session. um, And I I go out for less time. I do like 30 minutes or 45 minute sessions instead of an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I learned that's all that you need anyways. Um, And yeah, I just think that then you can book less sessions charging your worth and feel less burn out and just be a better photographer, well, a better business person money. while making more money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so do you have a way that you sat down? Did you just, you know, say, here's here's what I want to be making. Here's my margin that I want to be pulling. Here's my expenses. This is what I need to charge. Or how did you go about discovering that? See, that is kind of hard because um, it is for a photographer, the amount you pay for gear because mm-hmm cameras are so, so much money and the editing and paying for HoneyBook and like all of that are all things that people don't really think about mm-hmm. um, when they start charging for photo work and so I just kind of looked around at what other photographers were charging and I did charge a little bit less since I'm new and I'm still charging a little bit less I think I'd overall like to be charging about $200 for a session and I'm still just charging $150 but being 22 and getting my name out here in a new place um, is is really important. So that is kind of why I'm at where I'm at because I think $200 is about what people would be charging for what I'm offering in this area at least. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and uh, I mean, this again kind of goes back to the creative uh, business owner versus like more of a left-brained business owner mm-hmm. because when I think about my pricing, I raise, um, I raise my prices in my wedding business a lot. Yeah. Very often. But I, it's more looking at here's my expenses, here's my profit margin, simple math, and that's where you come up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it was definitely like, well, I need to make sure that I'm charging less so people choose me. Yeah. Um, when I first started out, you know, I don't even know what this encompasses. I'm just, you know, trying to s- basically throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Um, but as you get more experienced and you understand, like, what you need to be bringing home in order for it to be worth it for you, too, mm-hmm. I think that is, uh, helps you gain a lot of clarity. Yeah, and I do I do consider the the travel time. I charge more for travel time. I would never have done that before. Mm-hmm. But I had the value that's still a chunk out of my day where I could be photographing somebody else. Yep. Um, and then I do think like, okay, say the session takes me an hour and say editing takes me two hours. That's three hours. How much am I making an hour? And that's with... And then just like overall um, knowing that 
my gear is at least like paid off helps yeah. a lot but yeah. if it wasn't then that would be something well, i would include something too to consider like um what what new gear do i need this yeah year, that's you know? a huge thing especially for um weddings a lot of photographers will rent a second camera body to just to shoot a wedding just to have two sd cards going at all times and not have to switch your lenses back and forth and mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah i'm sure it adds up really quickly yep so, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely so tell us a little bit about your biggest career or business challenge you've had to overcome um, and what you did to step out of your comfort zone to overcome that and move your business forward. So I think my biggest challenge was moving here and just saying, okay, I'm still a photographer because I think that um, your your work lives so much in the clients that you've previously had and your reputation precedes you and that's like how Mm -hmm. you value yourself and so I had to say like I still have worth as a photographer I still have value even though nobody here knows me and then show people the value that I could give them with my work um and then just be willing to actually post and say hey come work with me come book with me and especially in a new place where I hadn't been to every good location every good photo spot so like I was working with limited settings and I wasn't as comfortable as I am now just like completely talking to strangers because coming from a small town I did at least know like oh you're so-and-so's cousin or (laughs) you were four grades above me and now it's like I have no idea who you are, but hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about stepping out of your comfort zone, because moving from your small town is probably like a huge life change. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up in a town of 5,500 people, so I get it. Yeah. 100%. So how do you, um, what do you tell yourself or what mindset process do you go through when you're trying to push yourself out of your comfort zone, whether it be in business or personal life? to tell yourself that you're a badass and just remember everything about you that holds value and that I am good at what I do because so many times we want to doubt ourselves and say like oh I'm not really great at talking to clients or I'm not good with new people or what if I don't understand this camera setting perfectly and you know what you just go and you do the best that you possibly can and there have been so many sessions that I have been nervous for and then there are some of my favorite photos I've ever taken. And yep. and regardless, if I feel like a little bit off that day, they are such great memories. The photos that I give to people, it is such a service to provide because they put them up on their walls and it's like people and their kids or people in their significant other or just like a woman in a boudoir photo shoot and now all of a sudden she feels like a badass too. Like I just, it's a great, it's a great thing to be able to give to people. So yeah, to I remind myself of that, yeah. Well, we're getting to the end here and a um, couple questions that I ask every person that's on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big, a big part of Project Badass is leading with your big why. So your passion, it's what gets you out of bed every morning. It's mm-hmm. what propels you through the particularly difficult days. So would you be um, open to sharing your big why with us? Yeah, so that uh, goes right along with what I was just saying is the fact that I was born a creative person and I see vision and know how to create art with people or their belongings or their spaces. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. Like they're not creatively minded. And so they can say like, I want these beautiful photos with my significant other. And they know absolutely no way to achieve that. Like they don't know the location. They don't know the outfit. They don't know the poses. They don't know how to look at me. They want to like 
just they want something and they don't know how to get there and so the fact that I am the creative bridge to get them to what they um would like to have hanging on their wall or as their phone backdrop or just something to keep to keep close to their hearts forever Mm -hmm. and so I just I feel like I was born with that gift and then that's something that I really want to always be giving to people yeah I love that so as we're going through the mundane day-to-day stuff I mean there's things that we have to repeat in our business or or just as your business operations how do you ensure that you keep true to your big why yeah so I think and one of the mundane things that I have to do it's like constantly like talking to clients to figure out what where we're gonna go and what they're looking for as well as editing so editing can be sit in front of a screen for hours and so I do often like even though these aren't necessarily like isn't my photo that's going in my living room or is being gifted to somebody else um I just always think about how much joy it's gonna bring my client to get that photo back um and sometimes I'm going through and I'm like damn they look so good (laughs) and it's just like oh my gosh I know they're gonna love this and all that stuff and then working with clients too it's like well how do we get to the photo shoot because the photo shoot and the end photos are the best part so it's just working through the mundane to get to the exciting like just remember that like having this long drawn out conversation about what locations work best Mm -hmm. is gonna get us to the right location and then get the most beautiful photos absolutely i love that So my last question for you today is um, another thing I'm super passionate about on this podcast is giving people real tangible tactical advice. Mm -hmm. So what is the one tactical business strategy or or, or tip that changed the way you ran your business and that somebody could input in their business today? I think HoneyBook, we we already talked about it, but um, as a creative person, my biggest struggle is the organization of it all. And so being able to keep a set calendar, when I moved here, um, I had previously had like three or four shoots a month, um, and that was amazing. I was so stoked about that. I was like, you mean you're going to give me real money? Like, that's (laughs) so great. And then... To move here, I charged less than I normally would as a discounted rate as a get-to-know-me. I'm new. There are other photographers here already, but pick me. Let me show you what I can do. And I kid you not, I had like 40 people reach out and want to book with me, which was so exciting. But how was I going to keep track of any of that? Because (laughs) before it was just like, oh, yeah, my friend's coming over Saturday. And then all of a sudden it was like this person and this person and this person and so many different locations. It just like blew up, which I am so blessed to have had. But oh, my goodness, I am not a well-organized person. (laughs) So I needed HoneyBook and it was able to um, help me send invoices to clients too, which was so good because before I was just doing cash app. I have cash app, PayPal, Venmo, Facebook right. pay. I have every single thing that anyone could pay me on because it was, didn't I didn't have a platform and now it's so much better. And I also seem so much more professional than like, Absolutely. please Venmo me. Like, yeah. no, why don't I? But I mean, it was fine at the time, but looking back, it's like. Absolutely. 
Well, and I think regardless of what industry you're in, you have to you have to have a CRM. Mm-hmm. You just have to. Honeybook yeah. is a great one. Um, I think that it works really well for creative businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's tons of CRMs out there if you're not in a you know creative industry that yeah. needs something like um, different. We also use ClickUp at my other job, and that's okay, a great I'm one as well. With that as well. Yeah, um, super Monday easy. Is a yeah, Monday's great. Yep. Yeah, so that's great. Well, where can uh, all of the listeners find you? Yeah, so preferably Instagram, which is at Jillian.the.artist. Um, on Instagram, Jillian, G-I-L-L-I-A-N, and then the artist. Yep, and I'll tag it in the show notes so they can reach out to you there if they're interested in working with you. Absolutely. And then my Instagram, or not my Instagram, my Facebook is just my name, Jillian Spiva, and you're free to DM me there as well. Awesome. Well, before we sign off, is there anything you want to leave um, with the listeners today? I uh, hope that this or any of the podcasts or anything in your day just is inspiring you to be a better version of yourself. And I'm just excited for your growth as a human. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jillian. You are so welcome. Bye, Madison. Bye. You've made it through another episode of Project Badass Podcast. Thank you for spending your time with me this week, and I hope that you were able to take away real tactical tips and strategies to implement into your business and life today. It is tremendously helpful for us if you could click the follow button on whatever platform you're listening to and leave us a rating or a review. Our goal is to impact as many as possible. I'll see you next week, and here's to your entrepreneurial success.